With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Marlins fans, this is Eli Sussman hosting the Small Pod for Friday, March 12th. We made it. We made it to the end of the work week, the end of an unprecedented week here on the Fish Tribes podcast. By my count, this is our seventh separate podcast episode on this channel during the week. It is the fourth one that I'm either hosting or co-hosting. I am certain that you guys are fed up with me. For those of you that incredibly have listened to every episode, my unending gratitude for all that. Uh, if there's anything you should go back to, I would highly recommend the Joe Frasaro interview that Alex Contreras and I recorded for Marlins Barbecue that went up first thing on Thursday morning. So take a listen to that if you haven't already. And this will be about the routine moving forward. Six, seven total podcast episodes moving forward. The majority of them, though, are just these short pods committed to being 10 minutes or less just to get you up to speed for what you should know for this particular day. So here on Friday, we are in uh, deja vu. Coming off yet another game that ended in a tie for the Marlins on Thursday, hosting the Washington Nationals. Final score one to one for each team. Marlins went ahead on a Monte Harrison solo home run, an absolute missile over 400 feet to left field. It was long overdue for Monte. We've mentioned him on one of the recent pods about how hard he was hitting the ball right up there with the best struck balls by any Marlins player earlier in camp. But he finally got enough loft under this one so that there's nothing that the fielders could do about it. So that put the Marlins ahead briefly, but uh, then the bullpen gave it back. Sandy Alcantara made his third start of the spring. He was scheduled to go four complete innings, but his pitch count got up pretty high because he issued five walks. Really uncharacteristic of Sandy, um, at least recently. I mean, that was an issue at the very beginning of his career, but he's certainly been moving away from that. He pitched three and a third hitless innings but through 61 pitches in the process, facing a Nationals lineup that was approximately half strength. Some future everyday players for the regular season like Victor Robles and Trey Turner, Josh Bell, Starlin Castro, Kyle Schwarber, but uh, missing, of course, Juan Soto in there. So a moderate challenge for Sandy, and all in all, he showed some good things. His fastball velocity was normal, and of course, it was hard to make. He only allowed one hard-hit ball that entire outing even though he, he wasn't really throwing much in the strike zone. Five relievers pitched in relief of him, and only James Hoyt allowed that single run to the Nats that prevented the Marlins from winning. So this winless streak is now nearly a week old, incredibly, because the Marlins have been tying almost every game. Three straight games, I believe four of the last five, have ended in a tie. Extremely unsatisfying, of course, for people that are accustomed to having winner or loser for hoping that these games would go into extra innings. All of them have not. They've been called after nine. Um, others from the Marlins, Gerard Encarnacion got a couple more reps at first base, which is a secondary position for him. And Lewis Brinson, uh, he did have a one very well-struck ball in this game, but overall, this has been a total anomaly for him. We gave him the nickname King of Spring 
not that long ago. First game that he played this spring, he hit a long home run, and that's kind of been his MO ever since he's been the Marlins organization. But now he's gone cold, and that home run is his only hit of the spring. Now one for 12 overall. He started this game, but didn't play the whole thing. And uh, just very strange to get accustomed to that for him because he always comes in so ready and so uh, giving us so much optimism about him being able to break out. And now that narrative is not in play for this particular spring. But anyway, most of the other players in the lineup surrounding him were prospects. And ultimately, they weren't able to push across more than one run, struggles producing with runners in scoring position. They had their opportunities, but now overall, this team in spring training is hitting below 200 with runners in scoring position, doing just fine outside of that, but not cashing in when they have the opportunities to do so. Also on Thursday, right after the game pretty much, Major League Baseball announced these experimental rule changes going into effect from Minor League Baseball in 2021. This is something they've done a little bit in the past with a pitch clock, with an automatic strike zone, and now we have full details. They're taking it to a new level by giving each minor league level from AAA down to low A different rules. They're testing individual rules for each level to create control groups, you know, so that they can identify the factors of that particular rule change. You can read the full press release uh, out there, and we'll have it on the website as well, fishtraps.com. The couple that really jump out to me at AA, the defensive positioning restrictions, leaving open the possibility that they can ban the shift uh, as the AA season goes on for the second half of the season. And at low A, each individual low A league, depending on your region, has separate rules that they're experimenting with. The one that affects the Marlins is the automatic strike zone. They are in the low A Southeast League, their low A Jupiter affiliate, and there was that brief sighting earlier in spring training of old friend Michael Hill at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium testing out the automatic strike zone. And as it turns out, that's going to be part of what seems to be a lot of the home games that Jupiter plays in 2021. So all the prospects, many of them will be playing professional baseball for the first time in their lives. And they're from the very beginning, they're going to be through this unique adjustment of having automatic balls and strikes called. Still, the home plate umpire is there, but the potential for him to be overruled by technology is really novel and something that I think ultimately we'll see at the major league level in the not-too-distant future. Looking ahead to Friday, we finally get to see the Marlins. I believe it's the first game in a week, almost a full week, that they are televised, not televised locally on Fox Sports Florida, but the Mets broadcast crew, SNY, will be carrying the broadcast. If you have an MLB.TV subscription, you'll be able to see that. If you follow us on Fish Stripes on social media, we'll be posting highlights from that stream as well. No problem. Pitching matchup, Pablo Lopez versus Marcus Stroman. The third start of the spring for both of those pitchers. And I believe that is a rematch of a previous game between these two teams where both of those guys were starting as well. We should be seeing a lot of veteran position players in the Marlins lineup after getting a nice day off here uh, on Thursday. Here on Friday, it's also the 22nd birthday of Max Meyer, right-handed pitcher, first-round draft pick of the Marlins last year, who was in Major League Camp, recently reassigned. By all accounts, he'll be a fast mover through the minor league system, and just congratulations to him, his first birthday as a professional ball player. Be sure to check Fist Stripes, our season preview 
article series is really heating up. Recent articles on Zach Pop and Lewis Brinson and Trevor Rogers. Upcoming pretty soon on Lewin Diaz. You can find all that pinned to the homepage. Recently, the Marlins were featured on MLB Network's 30 Clubs in 30 Days series. We have clips of that also posted on the website as well. And looking ahead a little bit more to Monday, just to give you a heads up, Miguel Rojas making his first appearance on the Chris Rose Rotation, which is going to be, I believe, an hour-long show with it. It'll be featured on pretty regularly throughout this entire season. That first episode of Miggy on the Chris Rose Rotation, that will be live. So we'll be sharing that as well and clipping the fun moments from that. Thank you for sticking with us through this crazy week. We have more exciting news coming to the podcast next week in terms of our format. It will still be a ton of episodes, but also getting a sponsor. So enjoy your weekend, and hopefully the Marlins finally put an end to this winless streak over the weekend. Thanks for sticking with us. Go Fish.